0: Once again we're here a noonday prayer praise the lord uh, i'm apostle jose mcgill and i love you god bless you all on this beautiful day it's a gorgeous day out there we thank god for it a day that the lord has made hallelujah even a day for prayer hallelujah a time oh my goodness a time like no other time uh even as the song says and we don't own the rights to that song A beautiful song If I ever needed you I need you now We've talked about this before Now more than ever we need God But more importantly We need to get into the things of God Hallelujah So that Watch this Not only God responds to us But we respond to him That In any relationship is a caring and loving one another to becoming one. Hallelujah. Uh, In any relationship, whether it be husband and wife, father and son, mother and daughter, brother and sister, uh, in any relationship, there are certain requirements and expectations, if you will, that are required of one another. Thank you, Lord. Uh, that if we love one another, and I asked you to do something, especially within reason, you know, it's reasonable. <laughs> you know, like, if you love me, keep my commandments. Or, lay, take off the, the corrupt behavior. Lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily besets you. Problem is we have been a hard time determining what sin is and the Bible tells us what it is. We call certain things that people do, habits that people do, we call those things sin, but that's habits that won't get you disqualified uh, unless unless those weights that's what weight means it means habits lay aside the sin and the weight or the weight and the sin the habits that so easily beset you or cause you to stumble or throw you off course anything that's causing you to lose sight of the kingdom is either weight or sin oh my goodness mmm Anything that influences you not to obey God. Oh, here we are. I want to come in and also to let you know that I'm praying for this nation in particular. I'm praying for our brothers over in Africa. Some uh, we have some we have a network of pastors that we uh, fellowship with and uh, we we operate with. It's been a little while since I've been over there, and uh, uh, I need to uh, step up my game, if you will. I need to do better in that regard. And we do uh, help and do all the other stuff that we are called to do as much as we can. But we're in a time like no other time, this peerless time that we're in—the time that even Jesus talked about in Matthew chapter twenty-four—and we've talked about many times before. Oh my goodness! And and I'm finding—I want to share with you all—that I'm finding myself with a heavy heart, more now than ever before. The burdens of and the cares and concerns moving me with compassion watch this when Jesus looked over the multitude watch this all you got to do any servant any I don't care who you are if you have a heart for God if you look out and see what's happening not just here in America but all over the globe you ought to be moved with compassion The Lord have we've talked about this before you all But Jesus went in the ninth chapter of Matthew. He looked over the multitude. Now, he just got through healing the sick and casting out demons and all that, opening the eyes of the blind and all. He did all manner of miracles. He didn't stand around and talk about how bad things were. He was doing something about it. Hello, church. See where we're going. (laughs) We're going, we're going to talk about some stuff today one being prayer us having authority and and having access to the Father showing others the way but I want to touch on something real quick and I'm not going to spend a lot of time because enough have been said about this young man being beaten to death and this whole black and white thing and all this. Evil. Watch this. These things are evil. Oh my goodness. Inhumane. We're in a country where if you beat a dog to death, you're going to jail. If you hurt a dog or animal, You're going to jail. Now for me, I don't care if you're black, white, what color you are, what your nationality is. To hurt someone to the point where you beat them unmercifully to death. To inflict that kind of suffering on a human being. is totally unacceptable it is totally ungodly it is totally oh my goodness out of hand it's getting out of hand and yes being black myself do know that for whatever reason some of us are Blacks are being targeted more than any other race. Executing rights being violated, even seeing people, cops punching women in the face. Or that people can do whatever they want to you and you go to jail rather than the offender. Now, I'm not sharing any kind of opinion. I'm just, I want to point this out because it's out of hand. It's totally out of hand. And as I aforementioned, being moved with compassion, there's a call to servitude, you all, rather than preaching... More hatred because we're going from one extreme to the other. Hate does not negate hate. Uh, we, the body of Christ, have a whole other charge rather than, you know, choose sides and get caught up with the politics and all the foolishness that we see happening in the world. The wisdom of man is foolishness to God, it is just foolish. Some of the answers to the problems that we're having are foolish. I wouldn't care if it was a white man or black man or whoever it was that was beaten to death. The bottom line is someone was beaten to death. Or well, even in the days of old where you set fire to a human being. How do you burn a person alive? How do you do that? What, what kind of mind would you have to have? or to lynch someone because of their skin color. Or to take a little bitty black baby, I, now I know these things to be true, this is the history of this country. To take a baby out of a woman's hand, a slave, a baby and use it for alligator bait. This, this kind of hatred, I, I wanna paint a picture here. This is kind of hatred that we're dealing with—that you would take a child and use it to hunt alligators. What? I know the history. These, this information is some folks don't even know about, or that you would destroy a whole race of people just to because you hate them. Huh? Or. And the reason why I can say it doesn't matter if it's black or white, because even uh in Rwanda, the genocide that happened there, that was Africans against Africans. Millions dead because of hatred. You see where we're going, so we we I'm I'm balancing it so it's not some race card mentality type stuff that people come up with. Well, you know, blacks do this and blacks do that and whites do Hatred has no color. I'm going to just say that to you. Evil has no color. (laughs) It doesn't. It doesn't. And what's sad is, we're spending time pointing fingers at the black man and at the white man, and that the black race is the worst race that ever existed, and the white man is this and that, and and the Jews, you can't say nothing about the Jews because the the Holocaust and all this stuff, and you can't say that stuff because. Let me tell you something What the Bible says About man And this is all men All have sinned And come short of the glory of God All So there's no one person Or no race that's higher Or greater than the next None Zero And I don't care whose philosophy We want to follow or whose, whatever belief we want to come up with. Whether we're kings or queens, or, or we're the first or the last creation, or whatever. All, this is what we need to understand, all have sinned and come short of God's glory. The behavior of man started it in the garden. And I don't care if Adam was a Jew or, or a black man or a white man. Who cares? God made man. God did that. Watch this. In his image and in his likeness. Watch this. What, what, where are we going with this? The Bible says that God is love. <laughs> That's God's likeness. So even us who belong to God or supposedly are going to be held accountable for not demonstrating his love in the earth. Not being what he's called us to be. Even Jesus said, I give you another commandment in the 15th chapter of John, that you love one another even as I have loved you. He showed us how to do it. If we pay attention and and demonstrate it, we can do it, right? Here's the sad reality: these things must come to pass. What we've seen happening is happening according to as it is written. Here, let's go over to Matthew chapter twenty-four, and then we're going to look over in Second Timothy chapter three. Very familiar scriptures. huh? Very familiar. And so I, when I see these things happening, I'm not shocked. I'm not surprised at it. Huh? What I'm surprised at is the lack of concern from the church or care or compassion, if you will. And I ain't talking about getting on TV and, 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 you know, pointing the finger at the cops or pointing the finger at the white man or the black man or any man, for that matter. Let's look over in Matthew. I'm going to show you something here. Oh, my goodness. As we have said it before, uh, the Lord is reminding us over and over and over again what his word says. That's why we come and do this share with you. I don't get paid for this. Let me just i want to say that first. Also. Not just first, but also. Because I've already said some stuff. <laughs> right. now, I don't get a paycheck. I don't get no one's paying me to do this. And I ain't looking for none. Period. But that we the church ought to be Producing some results, godly results that is, rather than choosing a side. Uh, Jesus said, either you're for me or you're against me. Either you gather, you know, you're scattering. So my side, I've already been chosen. Uh, Jesus said that to his disciples. You have not chosen me, but I've chosen you. And we've been chosen for such a time as this, to our to sisters, to preach the word. You won't catch me coming on here preaching to you about a car that you're about to get. <laughs> well, God's about to bless you with a house. More money, more money, more money, more money. God is instructing his people to draw nigh to him. He, what God is calling for from the church is to come near him. To come out from among them and be separate. To be what, what we're called to be. The light. What Jesus said that we are. Be the light. Walk as children of light. God is light. That's what The Bible tells us. All this is word. This is, this is an Apostle McGill's uh, you know Word, I, I can't come up with this stuff on my own I can't, I've said that before uh, Oh my goodness, thank you Lord Here look, Matthew 24, let's look at that for a second uh, I'm not going to be before you long but We're going to pray, we call this uh, uh, Noonday prayer or the prayer hour Whatever you want to call it You don't have to be called, ask the apostles Noonday prayer, It do have to be called nothing But we need to be praying we're called to pray, you all. That's what we're here for. That's that's why I'm coming to hopefully bring together a congregation or a fellowship of prayer. Huh? And watching. Huh? And while we're watching, warning and instructing and teaching and making disciples of men, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever he have commanded us. God bless you, uh Elder Evelyn, good to see you, honey. And all you all who are tuned in to this broadcast today, the assignment is clear. It is. What's this? And if it seem like I'm angry, I am. I am, I'm angry at the lack of compassion uh, the lack of humanity that's being demonstrated in this country in particular. You know, the greatest country in the world, America. <laughs> but, yeah, look, uh, I, I'm not deceived. I, I, if we're going to be the greatest, we ought to be the least of all and serve it to all regardless to what we call ourselves. America, United States, uh, we're in a country where racism and hatred and division and discord is running amok, but we're calling ourselves United (laughs) and great even. Yes, I have some criticism, I do. I've experienced some of the hatred. I have. Firsthand. You know, Messiah. I don't hold any grudge. And there's no animosity for that, for real, for real. Because it is what it is. Right? It's real. And it's going to continue until Jesus comes. It's going to wax worse and worse, you all. But I'm grounded, I'm rooted in truth. And righteousness in Christ. My foundation is sure. You see where we're going. Me and uh, Pastor Singleton was talking just a minute ago uh, about what foundation your your life is built on. Whether it's on sand or that solid rock. I can speak for myself and tell you that my foundation, this life that I'm, I have today, is built on a solid rock and I can stand firm there, I shall not be moved. I don't care what comes, what storm happens, Mm -hmm. what man might say or do, for I can boldly say that the Lord is my helper, oh glory to God. Let's look at some verses here in chapter 24 of Matthew. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness, you all know I always read verse four, because we're in that time where many false prophets have gone out. And that's been part of my responsibility to warn the flock, the world, the church of the false teachers and the false prophets. Because there's a, many of them out here. There's a lot of them. <laughs> many. That means there's a whole lot of them. Hey, so shy huh. Many false prophets. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have gone out. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Lord. And have deceived many. Deceivers don't go out to tell the truth. They go out to deceive. (laughs) And if you don't know any better, you're going to be deceived. If you're falling for the okie doke, if you're falling for the lies and the deception, you're going to believe them. That this man is superior to that man. Or, you know, like the white man is superior to the black man. Or the black man is superior to the white man. And then there is none. None. May not want to hear it, but it's true. There is none. <laughs> none. Righteous. No, not one. Look. Oh, no, Siam those of us who have been made righteous through Christ. uh, We are the righteousness of God, if you do righteousness, that is. Now, if I do evil, the Bible says, he that doeth evil is of the devil. We're going to look at that in a minute, just a few minutes, okay? Uh, Verse 4 in chapter 24 of Matthew, it says, And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. Now, I better read verse 3 also so we'll understand why he said this. Huh? Uh, and it was verse 3 in chapter 24 of Matthew. I'm going back just to set the foundation here. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us. When shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of the coming, of thy coming, and of the end of the world? Huh? Watch this. What Jesus described is what we're seeing. Everything is according, oh, I says going according to plan. I want to say that to the church, more importantly. Even to those who may not know what it look like or know what time it is. that they may not understand what they're seeing. And some might be afraid and in some kind of panic. Watch this. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Verse 4. Then Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name. Many are going to come in his name. Many ought to declare, you know, that they love the Lord and that they they are Jesus and, you know, that they are servants and this and that. Sabbath. in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Uh, there are also uh, uh, a people that, that Jesus is going to say in that day, they're going to say, did we not do this in thy name? Did we not do that in thy name? He's going to say to them, depart from me. I know you not, you workers of iniquity. Thank you, Lord. I love you, Pastor. All glory. There, yeah. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. Uh, See that ye be not troubled. Watch this. For all these things, watch this, you all, all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Just because we see we're at the end, it's not the end yet. We don't know the time nor the hour, but we do know that this time that we're in Jesus foretold it See he knows the beginning from the end He does God does Huh? He foreknew all of these things Why would he foretell us If he didn't know it What <laughs> And this helps us Watch well, this The church His disciples His servants His people All those that are following after Christ Should know this And so when we see it, uh, that we don't get all, you know, out of sorts. uh, It says, see that ye be not troubled. Don't let it. That don't mean that you're not supposed to be concerned. Or that there's no care. Huh? Why would a God, a loving God do something like that? He's not doing it. (laughs) But he did tell us that men were going to do this. You know. Even in Second Timothy chapter 3. That men shall be lovers of themselves rather than lovers of God. Huh? All kind of perversion. Sexual perversion. Huh? Men with men. Women with women. Men changing their bodies into women's bodies. And vice versa. Our babies are being attacked by the same spirit. The spirit of perversion. Huh? In our schools, we're teaching more about sexuality than we are about anything. Our kids can't count or read but we can tell them how to be a girl, a little boy. We're teaching them <laughs> in the schools. where We're supposed to learn a repetition. we ain't even teaching that no more. We're teaching all kind of perversion in the schools. When I took Jesus out, you can't pray there, you can't offend, but I can teach your child without your permission about sexuality? With a kid? A little child? <laughs> you see where we're going. You see how it's waxing worse and worse. These things are going to happen, right? Because the Bible said they were. That's what we're seeing. We're seeing the manifestation of everything that's written in the word of God. Whew. What should we be doing? We should be preparing ourselves for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And getting others ready. I remember how Noah did. <laughs> Just like in those days. He kept telling them, a storm's coming. It's going to rain. And they look at him like he's crazy, much like people do us. <laughs> we're crazy. They were talking foolish. We're Jesus freaks and all this hair mess. Well, I used to be an alcoholic. I used to be a crack addict, a horror monger, an adulterer, all of those things. So if I'm a Jesus freak, so be it, <laughs> right? I was a freak for everything else. Why not? What do you mean? If I'm going to be a freak at all, I mean, I would rather be a Jesus freak. Hope you don't mind. Whew. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Ghost. Say it, sigh uh you, you mean, nobody had a problem, not for real, for real, when I was staggering up and down the street or cracked out of my head, out of my mind. That, that was not That wasn't bad. That wasn't, that wasn't, the worst thing I could be. The worst thing I could be now is a Jesus freak. What? Wow. Oh, well. well, let me get off of that because that's a whole other issue. We'll talk about that another day. Okay? Here, look. <laughs> right. Whew. Yeah, I see that you don't be troubled. Watch this. For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There shall be famines, oh my goodness, and pestilence. And earthquakes and diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted. Oh my goodness! And shall kill you. And ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Not because you got a fancy car or your house is bigger than theirs or, you know, you wear the name brand stuff. That's not why they're hating you. For real, for real. If the world hates you, they hated him first. And if you belong to him, if you are actually following after Christ, if you're doing what God told you to do, if you're an obedient child, if you're walking in the light, if you're being a reflection of him in the earth, they're going to hate you because they hated him. My name don't mean nothing, for real, for real, to the average person who you think he is. Telling people what to do. I'm not telling anybody what to do, but I'm telling you what is already being done. I'm telling you what the Lord, what what the word says. I'm somebody's supposed to tell it. That's what we're called to do. Preach the word. <laughs> That's the charge. Yeah. You hey look, oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. And then shall many of aff- us be offended, huh? And shall betray one another. Oh, and shall hate one another. What we're seeing right now: betrayal, hatred. Folks being offended, huh? If you, <laughs> I, I, I say it again, if you mistreat an animal, you're going to jail you you you're, you're, you're the lowest thing since low if you hurt an animal but you can beat a human being to death and and this and and then try to justify it huh I I want to say to you again I'm motivated by compassion because to see something I don't even watch the video I don't I don't I don't watch those videos when they put them out there because it, it, it will stir up something in me that I don't want stirred up. If I'm going to stir up anything, we ought to be stirring up the gifts of God that's in each other. That's what we should be stirring up so we can see some healing. Huh? We can see some demonic uh, warfare really taking place. You know, demons being cast out. Huh? Even in our police, because some of them are demon-possessed. Even in some of our politicians, because some of them are demon-possessed. We don't want to hear that, but it's reality. (laughs) I ain't just talking about some power trip. This is just evil. You see where we're going? All manner of evil being perpetrated. Here, look. Watch this, you all. This this, This is, Jesus said this in the 24th chapter. What's this? I'm going to read verse 10 again. Then shall many be offended. Offended by what? Because uh, you said that that, uh, uh, that the whoremonger and the liar and the drunkard and the homosexual is not going to inherit the kingdom. That's what the Bible says. That's literally what the Word of God says. 1 huh? Corinthians chapter 6 even talks about it. Huh? Folks are going to get offended by that, huh? And shall betray one another, huh? Betrayal, uh, uh, an act of betrayal doesn't have to be that we were friends at one time and then you stab me in the back. Betrayal is that you've been given or entrusted to do something Like, love one another. And you fail to do that. That's an act of betrayal. Watch this. Oh, I I thank God for the Holy Spirit. (laughs) And shall hate one another. Rather than love one another, we're hating one another. Watch this. Even in the church, you know, the body of Christ. And so the world looking at us like, you can't tell us to stop doing this when you're doing this more than we're doing this whatever this is, or that, or, Uh, what's this? And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. There it is again. Uh, Jesus brings this up a couple of times in this chapter. (laughs) Verse 12, here we are again. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Now, some of you are probably saying, well, he didn't read this before. We didn't heard this message before. Not today, you haven't. <laughs> yeah. But he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. So why I we got to keep it pushing. All these things must happen. They're going to happen. And in fact, they're happening. There's nothing we can do about it. We can't stop them from happening. But watch this. We can be a comfort for someone. We can be a beacon of light. And maybe even an inspiration, especially if we're walking and enduring these things. Because some of us are. (laughs) Everybody's not falling into temptation or foolishness, if you will. Jesus said, if any man desire to follow me or to come after me. Let him first deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow. I say again, you've heard it before, the word follow in the scripture means, especially if we're following Christ, means to imitate, do as he did. Why would he tell us to love one another as he had loved us if we couldn't do it? Why would he tell us to lay aside the weight and the sin of us if we couldn't do it? Why would he tell us to uh, stop the filthy communication from coming out of our mouth if we couldn't do it? Why would he say, let the liar lie no more if we couldn't do it? Why would, in fact, why would he die for our sins? You know, take our sins and put them on himself and crucify him to make us right? To justify us. That's what he did. Jesus did that. He took sin out of the way. Now you don't have anything holding you back. Sin is not a chain that holds you any longer. We've been loosed from that. Ooh. Ah. Something that we're not teaching. Jesus took sin and dealt with it. It has no more power, none. I'll say again, Romans chapter 6, we'll break that down for you. Even in chapter 7, it helps us to appreciate that now I'm no longer married to sin. I'm not obligated to sin. I'm not. That's what chapter 7, before you get into what I would do, I don't do, and then that took that and misinterpreted that. Consider what he said prior to that. And then even as he goes into chapter 8, how if we walk after the Spirit, we will not there's no more condemnation to them who walk not after the flesh. See, there's two ways to walk, either in your flesh or after the Spirit. And if you walk after the Spirit, the Bible says, the Word of God tells us that these are the children of God, they who walk after the Spirit. But if we have not the Spirit, we are none of His. Oh, it's hard to receive, especially if you've been, you've been taught something else. That's hard to hear, especially when my pastor said, <laughs> "We you can't help but say you're a liar. And I don't care who it is. We're not challenging anybody. We're telling you what the Word of God says. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. I'm not the same old person I was. I'm not a crackhead. I'm not an alcoholic. I don't drink. I ain't had a drink in 33 years. For real, for real. I ain't had no crack in 33 years by the grace of God. Thank you, Lord. See, I laid it. Well, I had to lay those things aside. That's what me. That's what it means. <laughs> lay aside the weight. You know those habits. That was causing me to stumble. Because as long as I was drinking, I wasn't hearing God. I wasn't trying to hear God. I wasn't even thinking about God. Now, for real, for I was thinking about that next drink. <laughs> you see where we're going. <laughs> Same thing with the cocaine. <laughs> I started off snorting. Then I did something they called freebasing. I'm not glorifying this, but that was the process of my demise. That's how I fell. Trying to get high. Oh, my goodness. I I fell into the temptations of life because I was trying to get high. I know that getting high was low. (laughs) And God lifted me. He lifted me with his son. We were talking about it yesterday. We were seated in heavenly places. Now, far above all principalities in power. Oh, everybody, see, the, there's not a power in the world. I don't care. Well, you know, Satan is the prince of the, and the powers of the air. But he, watch this, we've been raised above him. In Christ. <laughs> Whew! You see where we're going. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, watch this. We don't have it, us, the church, the body of Christ, don't have an excuse. That we should continue in the things that the world is doing or what we used to do. Yeah. Our mind is, is is should be transformed by now. There should be a renewal by now that we don't think the same way. Well, you know, everybody do. No, everybody don't. Let me just let me just, cross, just crush that. That's a lie. That's that's another part of the deception and deceive many. See, the false prophets will tell you that everybody's no, everybody's not, because that's the case. Everybody going to hell. Period. What was what was the sense of Jesus coming if we all going to hell anyway? What? What? What Jesus did was in vain. That was just some you know little trick that he pulled, and uh, you know that's it. The show's over. Go back to being yourself. What? The devil is a liar. That's so cool, sire. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, whew, oh my goodness. And do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this gospel of the kingdom, this is what we should be doing. It shall be preached. Watch this. This is what we're doing, you all. This is a sign of the time. Watch this. See with all that other stuff, all the, the tragic and all the tragedies and stuff. What we should be focusing on is the gospel of of the kingdom. Whew. and not just the famine and the you know the hatred and all the stuff It's there. And it's going to be there till Jesus comes. It's going to wax worse than this. You we, we ain't seen nothing yet, <laughs> for real for real. And if you think it's getting yes, it is always, it's a whole lot worse than it was when we were coming up. And it's going to get worse than that. The offenses are gonna get greater, folks. You ain't able to tell nobody nothing, huh? We just pass by each other. I sometimes I walk past, even some of our own, you know, black folks, walk past some brothers. You go to speak, and they look at you like, "Who you talking to?" Go to hold the door open for them. They look at you like you just did something crazy. No, thank you, nothing. I ain't looking for all that, but a godly nature is gonna do things. And not really expecting anything back. But to see the hatred and the anger and the disconnect from God in the earth ought to move you to compassion. We're going to look at Matthew 9 in a minute before we close. Uh, Verse 14, I'm going to read that again. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness Unto all nations. And then shall they come. Inco- Watch this. What we're preaching. What the Lord's been called us to do. Here at Heaven Host International. I'm thanking God. That he has given us. A platform. To do what he said to you. This gospel. The words that he speak. The things that he said. The things that he did. Gospel of the kingdom of heaven the warnings that he brought, we ought to pay attention to. Huh? We, we really should be paying attention. Huh? Verse sire. Here, I'm going to flip over. Yeah, yeah. Hey, watch this. Verse 21, I'll start back there. I'll pick it back there. For then shall be great tribulations, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time. No, nor ever shall be. Watch well, says? We're in a time like no other time. And it's going to get worse. And each time it gets worse, it's going to be a time like no other. If that makes sense. <laughs> Every time it gets worse, that time Watch this, won't be like any other time. And then there's going to be another time that's worse than that one. And there won't be another time like it. That's what time we're in. That's what time it is. This is the last time the Lord had blessed uh, blessed us to uh, 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 start up another broadcast called The Last Hour or Last Time. Mean the same thing. And I'll say to you, every time we come and share with you, the hourglass is getting lower and lower. We're getting closer and closer to that time. In Romans chapter 13, we're we're closer to the day of our salvation than when we first believed. Every time you open your eyes, we're getting closer to the end. Every time you're blessed to see another day, We're getting close, closer. Every time you draw breath, know that you're getting closer to the end and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Whew. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Watch this. Watch this, you all. Listen to these words. (laughs) Now, I've taught this many times before, but I think the Holy Spirit is getting a little more explicit with it. And verse 22, and except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. Oh, that's a scary thought. (laughs) Huh? But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Huh? He's coming quick. That may not seem quick enough for some of us, but he's coming. And he's coming fast. Uh, The time is short. (laughs) We have a short time. Well they've been saying that for all these years. Watch this. Every time they say it, it's getting shorter. <laughs> this is words of wisdom, so you understand. See, man can't make this stuff up. I can't make this stuff up on my own. I can't tell the things that I'm saying out of my mouth, I can't make it up. I couldn't even my mind it can't even phantom it. I can't imagine it. I can't put these words together on my own. It has to be the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. It has to be his word in order for us to understand his will and the way Uh, uh, if we're following after him, we have to follow after his voice, his word, what he's saying. Not what man or the next president, who gonna be the next president of Trump and Biden and, and what? Obama, I don't care who the president is. It's going to get worse and worse, my friend. <laughs> the hour is far spent. It is who the word says. Here, look. Uh, yeah, yeah, Here we are again. Verse 23 in Matthew chapter 24. Then if any man shall say unto you, lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. Because they're going to pop up all over the place. And we see that happening right now. Huh? You're the black Jews and the white Jews and this Jew and that Jew. What well, said The Bible said whether you're Jew or Gentile, it don't matter. <laughs> whether you're black or white, it don't matter. Huh? If you be in Christ, I don't care what color you are, what your nationality is, you are in Christ. That's how God sees it. Whether you're rich or whether you're poor. James chapter 2 breaks that down. That's a whole other teaching. Have I not called the poor who are rich in faith? God doesn't have any partiality. I don't care how much you got. Watch this. You're not richer than me. Not in faith anyway. I believe in everything the word says. And I'm not, watch this, I'm not uh, exempting anything from his word Especially as I'm called to minister the word, preach the word to his people, feed his flock. Some of God's people are still in bondage. There's some crankhead Christians. Did you know that? Save folks that smoke cocaine and fentanyl and heroin. Save folks that drink to excess. Drunkards. We don't want to hear that. We can't wait. you not God's people. Yes, <laughs> and the world looking out like them. Like, keep that over there. I don't even want to have no parts of that because y'all doing too much in the church. And the example of Christ is being misinterpreted. You see, we're going falsely demonstrated. <laughs> nah, that's not the light. <laughs> Because God is light, and there's no darkness in Him at all. And if we say we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we are liars and do not the truth. There should be no occasion for me to even think about going into the dark, especially when other people are looking for the light. Whew. You got a light, (laughs) sir? Ma'am? Could I? You you see where we're going? Look. Yeah, yeah. For there shall come false Christ's, you know, pretenders. False Christ's. They're false. They're not Christians. That's what that means, huh? Imitators. Over in Second Timothy, Timothy chapter three, it talks about that. Seducers. There, that means pretenders or uh, imposters. Yeah, yeah, yeah and false prophets, uh, and shall show great signs. They do all kind of, they got gifts, they do, because the gifts and callings are without repentance. God's not going to take them back just because you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, or you're doing something kind of, you, you, uh, great signs and wonders, uh, and so much that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. It shouldn't be possible, but it is possible for the elect or chosen to be. That word elect means chosen. Huh? Behold, I have told you before. Wherefore? Why says, verse 26? If they say, that I shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert. Oh my goodness. What is this? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Go not forth. Huh? Behold, he is in the secret chamber uh, believe it not oh my goodness uh don't believe every word that you hear even what i'm saying to you go and search it for yourself i i want to encourage you i heard elder pearson say yesterday i want to provoke you to get into the word of god for you so that's what this uh uh station this network uh that bros camp i don't broadcast network is all about uh, to instigate you to provoke you to do your due diligence search it for yourself that's what I had to do and I had been searching for a long time and it wasn't until I found the answers and then applied them to my life I've I've watched this the Lord been having me to share this pretty regular once I applied the word to my life my life changed My whole way of thinking changed. My attitude about life or the kingdom, this new life that I have. Even if I die, I'm going to live again. (laughs) I'm just going to sleep. Uh, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I, I came here today to pray to pray for this nation in particular cuz we're supposed to be the example to the whole world, America, that is. The whole world is supposed to be following us, you know, following our example. But with all the hatred whoo, and discord and, f- and hypocrisy I get it. If we're the light, that beacon for the rest of the world, and with that light that's set on a hill, shouldn't we be doing better? Instead of beating each other to death in the streets, shooting each other down like dogs, huh? animals, which some folks think that some folks are. There are the race of people that think that black folks are animals. And you can treat them however you want to, put them on a chain, all that foolishness. That's man's thinking. God don't see it that way. God so loved the world. Watch this, you all. One of my favorite scriptures. And I watch this. I didn't got a deeper understanding of this. God so loved the world. I don't care how much you hate me. God loves me. I don't care what you think to do to me. God loves me. And he so loved me that he sent his son for me. And whether you're black, white, Chinese, Asian, Spanish, Russian, German, Swiss, whatever, Sweden. I don't know the different terminologies, but you know what I'm talking about. I don't care what part of the world you're from. He so loved you. <laughs> there we are. Uh, so we don't get caught up in the grammar and all that stuff. Uh, here. We're going to conclude. We're about to finish up in a minute. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. He's God. So loved the world. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah, glory. Hallelujah. Here, look. Watch this. And 2 Timothy. Yeah, chapter three. Uh, we're we're in that time, that peerless time. Uh, this know also after hearing what I just read out of Matthew, I really don't really have to, but but you need to know this also, because <laughs> that's what it says right here in the scripture. This know also hmm? after knowing all of that, uh, that in the last days, huh, peerless time shall come we've just read that there's a time this time that there, there won't be another time like it. Even in times of tribulation, uh, great tribulations, not tribulation, tribulations, uh, great trials, and just the devastations and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Men should be lovers of their own selves. Uh, just me, not you. Uh, I don't care nothing about you. I'm not moved with compassion. I don't care whether you live, die, breathe, Uh, even in the church. I don't care whether or not you bust hell wide open or not. As long as you pay me, you know, the hireling. Me and Pastor Jones was talking about the hireling. Jesus called them hirelings. Jesus did. Uh, These are those who, uh, they'll feed the sheep, but as far as protecting them and laying their life down for them, they ain't going to do it. Uh Uh-uh. When the wolf come, they are running for their own life. When trouble come, I'm out. Uh, when COVID come, we shut it down. You see, we're going, but I'm gonna keep getting paid. I ha- I'm gonna share this right quick. I had some people criticize me because we had started a uh, a, a drive uh, for missions. Our missions in Africa we don't get any support nobody you know really uh, we have a few people that that do and uh, not enough to say that we are making progress in that area and I suggested uh, that you know those who wanted to or could or, or the Lord placed it on their heart to do uh, we started with a $10 seed offering $10 a month whatever to missions Gave the cash app all that. And other believers or so-called servants attack that. Now, we still do what God told us to do for our brothers in Africa to the best of our ability. Out of our own pockets, even. I've been doing it for years. Ever since the Lord took me over there and sent me there in 2006. We've kept our charge. It's nowhere near where we could do if all of us did our part. Now, I bring that up because we got pastors talking about growing marijuana and doing all kinds of stuff and building them and and buying them planes and cars and houses. But we can't collect money for a poor. I mean, really, it was, was targeted on Facebook, attacked because I suggested a $10 seed. Well, I'm not a panhandler. I ain't begging for nothing. And we're still getting the work done. You see, we're going. I need to say that because men shall be lovers of themselves, huh? Their own selves, covetous, greedy uh, for money. Boasters, you know, about what they got and what they're doing. Proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Ooh, this is to the church, you all. Let's not talk about the world. Without natural affection. uh, truce breakers, false accusers. Oh, my goodness, I've experienced that. Incontinent, fierce, you know, brutes or brutal. Despisers, watch this. By uh, sorry of those that are good, we know we're doing a good work. I'm like Nehemiah. I'm not coming down. I'm not afraid of anybody. I don't care what my so-called fellow laborers or fellow servants say about me. Uh, I even support their ministries. I do. I have I have? What's this? Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. I like to party all the time. (laughs) I ain't got time to go and hear what God is saying. Because I I need to go over here and get my swerve on, get my high on, get my whatever on. When he said, lay aside the weight and the sin. (sighs) Having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. The word says that. I'm not telling you to do anything. I'm telling you what the word says. Hmm? Verse twelve. Yea, and all that will live go- un- all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. We're going to be persecuted. I just shared with you some of the stuff that uh, other believers do. And have said about me in particular, persecuted in the church, <laughs> that is a sad thing. Hmm. But evil men and seducers, this word seducer means, I told you earlier, it means impossible, shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. I love the Lord. I do. I love God. And I love everything about the life that he gave me. This new one. Because I screwed up the old one. That that life wasn't worth anything. Well, the new life is. Because Christ paid and restored me to a new life. And he gave me that same old beat up car to try to manage through life with it. He gave me a new life. Uh, brand new, never been driven, hallelujah, but now I'm driven. In fact, I'm driving it, because I have a choice in the matter, huh? And I've made my choice, because he loved me enough to choose me for such a time as this. And I'm going to speak as boldly as I possibly can, and minister the word of truth to all those that will hear it, huh? this gospel must be preached in all the nation in all the world for a witness uh a witness that everything that we that jesus said was going to happen has happened that's the witness what we're seeing in this life in the world rather i should say it that way is supposed to happen all these things must come to pass because it's written, but what we ought to be doing, children of God, huh? church, people of God, we really, now more than ever, if we hadn't been, ought to turn from our wicked ways, and seek his face, humble ourselves, huh? repent, huh? and seek his face. He said he'll heal our land, because this land, American, America needs a healing, for real, for real. A lot of us, especially in the church. Yep. Thank you, Lord. You know what's, what's, what's surprising to me about my new life is that the what the person that I am now, I was never this vocal. In fact, I was an introvert. I I did I didn't wouldn't even think to talk like this because I you know. Who am I? And all this your stuff. You know, th- I thought that about myself. I didn't need somebody else to think who I think I am. But today, whew, I'm glad that I am. That I am. Just what I am <laughs> a servant of the Most High God. A son, even. Huh? Whew. Jesus even called me friend. Although he's our brother. Thank you, Father. Let's go into prayer. I'm praying for this nation. Praying for the church in particular. Right. Praying to the Lord of the harvest for laborers. Because the laborers are few. There's too many hirelings that have gone out. There are too many false prophets and false teachers that have gone out. So we need laborers. Huh? In this labor field. Those who are not afraid to lay hands on the sick. Those who are not afraid to cast out devils. Those who are not afraid to be and do what God said do in this hour. Because time is short. (laughs) It's been shortened. At least the very elect, even myself, be deceived. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the privilege. We thank you for this opportunity. We thank you even for the call. Even you choosing us for such a time as this. Hallelujah. Called with a holy calling. And even now as you're speaking through this vessel. The call to holiness. Hallelujah. That we might, oh God. Bless. Do and be acceptable in your sight. Yeah, Messiah you God, and besides you there is none. Merciful King, I ask in the name of Jesus, forgiveness of our sins. Start with me, Lord. Wash me. And purge out anything that is not like you. Hallelujah. That we might bear more fruit. Hallelujah. Messiah. The fruit that remains. The fruit of our Lord Jesus Christ. The fruit of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We love you, Father. We love you. We love you. On my side, you first loved us. And let us be that product of your love, O oh God, that we might love one another, even as you have loved us. And we bind the spirit of hatred, abas, and discord, especially among the church, blacks and whites, and hallelujah, even the politicians and our law enforcement. And wherever hatred is, even in the medical field, we know that there's hatred and discord. But you, O God, have called us to yourself for such a time as this. Redeemed, hallelujah, and have given us, hallelujah, the spirit of reconciliation. You've called us to be reconciled with you. I pray, O God, that even, O God, as the church comes together, that we be reconciled with one another, even as we are with you. We love you, Father. We praise your holy name. Touch, O oh God, those that are under the sound of my voice, this servant of yours. Touch them now, even, even their mind. Give us those that might receive this message. Those who have an ear to hear, let them hear what the Spirit is saying. And even share it, hallelujah, with others. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father. Glory to your name. Oh glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for this time that you've given us to share, hallelujah, your word with those who are hungry. You said, they that are hungry shall have us and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. Fill us, O God, our Messiah. Fill us with your word. Fill us with your spirit. Fill us with yourself, O God, that we might show forth your glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. I thank God for his word. I thank God for all that he's done, all that he's doing, and all that he's going to do. I thank God for the privilege that he's given us to come. Uh, And watch this. When I say that I'm not afraid, nor am I ashamed, of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, I mean that. Uh, However often the Lord tells me to come, that's how often I'm going to come however often he tells me to speak I'm going to speak with boldness I shook my side, as I always speak hallelujah uh, and not be concerned about what people think uh, Jesus said I come not to condemn but to save I pray that the words that you heard today might be or go oh, benefit to the benefit of salvation uh, I can't tell anybody how to walk. I can't tell anybody what to do. But I can show you. I can tell you what the word says. Then, watch this. I got to demonstrate it. That's what it's called. That's what it means to let your light so shine. That's what it means to be a doer of the word and not a hearer only. Oh, glory to God. I love you, Pastor Mwamba, my brother over there. My brother from Uganda. I love you, man. Oh, what's science? Dear friend, uh, we're trusting God that that I that He sent me again this year soon. I don't know when, but I'll contact you, my brother. I'm sharing that uh, with our dear friend James Mulumba from Uganda. Hallelujah! He's on on our page right now. Thank you, Lord. We're praying. Pray for me, if you will, my friend. Uh, the Lord will open a door for us, even a financial one, uh, that we might continue and finish the work. I know that he is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we ask and think according to the power that worketh in us. And he is the one that begun the good work in us. Hallelujah. He's faithful to complete it. Hallelujah. We know that to be true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to close with these verses here. Titus chapter 2, verse 11. It says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation have appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodly and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The word, word present world means age or time. Looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. That's what we were looking for. Who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. Glory to God. I love you all. May be the Lord's will. We'll see you soon.